Yep. I like to Claire shout. talks really loud, and I, like I, to I tend yell. to sort of mumble and occupy the lower <laughs> register, and then she's way up there. Yeah. You have, like, a good podcasting voice. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> I don't want to, like... You, you can hear it? When you sound like, yeah, I'll, I move my head around a lot. It's like I want to keep the microphone excited. I didn't want to, like... Wow. I don't know how that sounds like with your girlfriend sitting right there. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, man. You got a really sexy voice. You got a real good voice. I yeah. like your sexy voice. Hey, what, if, what do we say, uh... Claire gets out of here. Oh, no. <laughs> Take that beard on a test ride. Yeah. <laughs> How long have you been in Long Beach? <laughs> is, this a, is this a legit question? Are no. we in the show? Okay. That would be a weird way to start yeah, the podcast. Right. So now that we've talked How about long have you been in like a weird voice? Now that we talked about. <laughs> no, but how long have you guys been in Long Beach? Uh, you're a transplant, right? Yep. And then I, I don't believe, I don't know your origin I'm a California story. native, but I moved down south. Uh, I heard the call of LA and answered it uh, about three years ago. Yeah, what what kind of phone did you pick up the call? <laughs> was it, a LA phone? it was it was actually a, a blinking red phone. It was the police commissioner. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Is this Batman? Oh, sh- Batman. Shia, what? Batman, I need you in LA. Mediocre comic man. <laughs> Literally, everyone else in LA is trying to do this man. <laughs> yeah. But it was, I just, I loved the city. I, I visited here a couple of times and just like, I loved um, how much excitement there always was. Like, I loved the nightlife. Like, I saw a couple of comedy shows and just like, well, it's not even, it's just, I'm not even like a big party guy, but just sort of like the, the ambiance of the space. Like, I saw um, the ambiance. I saw like t- a Tignataro, like the, one of the first times I visited LA at Largo. And then you walk out of Largo and there's this like giant, like neon billboard girls, 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 naked girls, naked girls, naked girls. I was just like, LA has some really interesting contradictions, and like, it's it's, it's all over. Yeah, it's a snowball in hell. It's like it's like a, a contradiction in terms that somehow works. You it's know, like a million dollar house with a hobo standing right in front of it. It's the shallowest place on earth, and it's the deepest place on earth. Oh you know? Jesus! It's, like, it's the worst city Christ. in the world, and it's the best city. In the world. Shut it's up. just a fucking paradox. Yeah, I remember going to my first big city. <laughs> that is true. What was uh, it like? That is true. Mine is Chicago. Yeah, it's the exact to... same thing. Except we can drink until four a.m., bitches. That'll soon be the normal round here. I guess. I hope so. I guess that's still passed or it recently passed where they changed you guys it like to four. Have, have like a, an, an alert that tells you when these bills are getting <laughs> voted on. I never know about this. We thing. want to be drunk all the time. Right. <laughs> that's one thing I like about Wisconsin. People are super engaged I'm from in Wisconsin, local politics. By the way, yeah. Wisconsin. Like, Wisconsin. Like, yeah, your your oh, grandma geez. was like buddies with a couple people who ran for mayor and governor and uh, shit like no, that. No, Paul Soglin yeah. is, yeah. Uh, I don't want to get into that. <laughs> yeah. But do you have a uh, yeah uh, an accent? No, I don't. I don't hear that. Mm-mm, no. So, did you have to drop it? Um, no, not really. I I didn't really grow up with one. My dad is like uh, born and raised in California, and then kind of also raised in Wisconsin. And my mom was Southern, so I didn't really pick anything up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was hard for me to. I mean, I don't read accents super well. Like, my, yeah. my dad is from Boston, and I grew up not thinking he had an accent. So, like, it's. I just kind of he accept any way people talk, pretty much. Yeah. But, but it doesn't sound like you have an accent. I don't know what um, accents really excuse are. Excuse me. Shia says things I like say, culinary and milk. <laughs> yep. Milk. milk. Apparently, that's wrong. That's milk. <laughs> it's milk. <laughs> like with an E. Yeah, milk. Well, you would know. Yeah. It's milk. <laughs> the dairy teat of the United States. Shut the fuck up. Wisconsin. <laughs> we gotta be, man. If we're not making cheese, we're making murderers, okay? <laughs> 
Jesus. That was a really relevant joke in 2015. <laughs> Fuck you. That's when I wrote that fucking joke, you asshole. <laughs> when was the, do you guys still do your first jokes or your, you know, jokes from your first set? Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's tough to say because like I've had bits that I've done for a long time and then it's like sometimes I revisit them or just try them out with like the confidence of having done it for a couple of years. Right. And it's, it's almost like a new bit. If I'm like around girls who I know listen to pop music in, in the 90s, then yeah, I'll, I'll do my joke because it's an easy laugh. The Backstreet Boys bit. Um, my favorite is As Long As You Love Me by the Backstreet Boys. The premise of this song is they don't care who you are, where you're from, or what you did. As long as you love them. And I feel like you need to care about at least one of those things. Not caring about where they're from is chill because racism sucks. Serious point. But who they are or what they did, like, I don't know, what if they fuck puppies? Okay. Or maybe they voted for Scout Barker the second time. It's a funny bit. Yeah, I have to change it though, because. Oh, wait, yeah, you like. <laughs> you like zucked us. You zucker. You fucking. You creeped on our page. <laughs> like Mark Zuckerberg. No, uh, I yeah. sent him links. Okay, he that's asked good. for that's them. Good. No, that's part, that's part of the show, and I'm down. I was going to say, do you do a lot of uh, research for your guests with your podcasts? Sometimes. Uh, sometimes I do, and sometimes. It depends on the guest. You had like an author on. I didn't yeah, even know. I did. Time. I had to read her fucking book. It was a good book. <laughs> she's she's about, not going to listen to she's this. She's about to go full Marin. She's going <laughs> to tell gonna us how she really this. felt. We have some beef. <laughs> Welcome to This Comics Life. This is me, your host, D. Williams, a.k.a. Daryl Williams, a.k.a. Dumbass, a.k.a. Dude that's hanging out with a comedy duo that performs separately. Not really. And Very rarely. This is actually, anytime <laughs> we appear on a podcast, it's always the both of us. Most of our mics We have yet together. to book solo gigs. And I'm talking about Claire Dickerson and Shia Carey. Wow, you pronounced both of our names right. It's a pleasure to be here. Well done. You've done your, you've done your homework. Jeez. People say Claire Dickinson and Shea Carey. Shea. I mean, that's why I'm with Cheyenne. It's harder to fuck up. That's right. How did you guys choose uh, your stage names? <laughs> Just because they are your names? or Mine is my name. Uh, <laughs> I kind of wish I would not have said Dickerson, but my middle name's Elise, and people would have said Alice. So We have a hilarious bit no about your name and what you were almost named. Well... That's not a hilarious bit to anybody but you. I wish you weren't a liar. My dad's last name was Black, and Shia thinks it'd be hilarious if my name was Black Dickerson. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you guys. But what's great, but, no, what's, what makes it actually funny to me is that you weren't aware of that fact. I didn't realize yeah, until we, you we mentioned it. we thought about it. You day. mentioned that your dad's last name was Black. And you were like, right. oh, And I'm then I did the math. I did, well, I did um, that. Weren't all, like, names what people were back in the day? You know, Shoemaker and... Yeah, and mine is Son of Richard, and Richard is the noble one, so I'm Son of Noble One, motherfuckers. Right. What do you got? Son of Dicks. Yeah, it happened. <laughs> uh, when I was in, like, sixth grade, everybody said, Dick, her son, so that was good. My dad I should have just been Claire. 
My dad tried to give me a little bit of history, but he gave me a lot of history into how racist he was. Oh, good. By saying, if you meet any black person that has the same last name as you, that means they used to be slaves. What the fuck are you talking about, man? And so like, this show yeah. got real in like two <laughs> seconds, two uh, two minutes, I think. So we're doing the intros okay. a so, little bit later on in the show. Yeah, so I shouldn't uh, act, uh, bring up my dad. I got it. Note my, to self. My dad threshold Dad's is like fives. 15 minutes. It's the whole slavery thing. Though. Right. That's <laughs> so fine. I mean, he was trying to be like, I guess, uh, knowledgeable. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I found out. I, I put the the dots together recently when I realized that when my mom was talking about having a black nanny in the 50s in Tennessee. Was her name Mammy? I don't know what her name was, but she <laughs> probably wasn't a nanny. Uh, I'm not too thrilled about that. Like a nanny against her will? Like a owned person who lives in the house. <laughs> I don't want to say it, but it was in Tennessee. Right, know, right. Thing. He's dead. It doesn't matter. I mean, it matters, but at least he's dead, you know? So, so why Shia? It's and, actually uh, what I've called myself since forever. Um, but not Cheyenne. So I go by Shia on my Facebook, Cheyenne and my comment. That's the thing is like. You switch it up. You do Shia and Cheyenne. I just don't know if this is going to go anywhere that interesting or if we should move It's forward. interesting. Just talk about it. Don't get psyched out. Okay. I mean, yeah. So my parents wanted me to uh, have one square name. And then one hippie name, so that depending on what? who I grew up to be, I would pick which one was right. So they gave you two different names. Jeffrey Cheyenne Carey. So I would be Jeffrey Carey. If, if you I, wanted if to be I square. Wanted to, if I wanted to have a legitimate... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Cheyenne Carey. But Cheyenne's not it's even like, Cheyenne that... Cheyenne is like the creative, beautiful name, right? Yeah. But is it even really that like outside the box? It's not like they named you like it, Moondust or something. I think it was progressive for 89. Yeah. Which is when I was born. I'm dating myself here. I'm sorry. Oh my god! I think it was more progressive as like it doesn't have like a gender like role to it. Yeah, that's also true. Yeah, because so, I've mostly uh, yeah. known women named Cheyenne. Right. I guess my name is the same way, but I only know like one famous person that's like a female named Daryl. Hannah. Yeah, and I've never met like any other girl named Daryl. So it's I've like I don't really feel like it's a. Claire. You have. I've not. Oh, you have not. I'm not Clarence. Clarence, for sure. My mother wanted to name me Gertrude. That's a good one. That's incredible. My yeah, dad wanted to name Gertrude me Sunshine. Black. My dad wanted to name me Sunshine. Sunshine on my shoulders makes me happy. If my dad would have named me Sunshine. And then you, Cheyenne, like Cheyenne and Sunshine. Oh, man. Wow. No, fuck that. Do you know me? Okay, it's... listeners, you don't know me very well, but like sunshine is the opposite of what I should be named. <laughs> you should be called darkness. Just be like this bitch. <laughs> no, I was just Dickerson. thinking about sunshine black. Excellent. Yeah. And then in the yearbook, Ooh. you'd be black, comma, sunshine. Fucking which is like a muscle car. Damn it, dad. Uh, Rob Zombie kind of metal. Fuck. It's a Rob Zombie song. Well, now I feel real upset about all my missed opportunities. I've told this a bunch of times on the podcast, but yeah, I I used to always go by, like when I first started, I went by D. Williams because I didn't want to be as ethnic. What the fuck are you talking about, man? Like being Mm -hmm. called Daryl Williams. But then there's Billy D. Williams. I don't claim you can have a better time with Colt 45 than without it. Take chances. Right. And then quickly, like a black comic came up to me and was like, dude, you sound more black being called <laughs> D. Williams. So I went back to Daryl Williams. 
But now I, I'm really thinking like, no, I should be like Derek. Derek. You could do like, or like er- check this out, Errol. Errol. <laughs> <laughs> like Errol Flynn. Like Errol Flynn. Yeah, I got it. Like uh, that's actually not that bad. Errol Williams. Or like, it, almost, like it almost sounds wasn't, like a northern year. Wasn't, huh? wasn't Errol Flynn a, a statutory rapist? I thought he was gay. It was the 50s, honey. I guess he could be both. Don't. It was the 50s, honey, me. So you shaved your cat. I sure did. What? Yep. He's a lion now. That's that, that nuts. Is some good podcasting right there. Lion. <laughs> no, this we... is not a euphemism, folks. Get your fucking head out of the gun. <laughs> I will say it does tend to uh, turn to sex sometimes when I talk to female guests. Oh, shit. Um, Uh-oh. I'm not saying it will this time, especially with Shia sitting right, right in front of my salad. Yeah. <laughs> right in front of right my salad. Right in front of my salad. Oh, wait a minute. Do you have pants on? Are you guys fucking? Um, no, I'm not. Are you serious? It's not what it was. Right in front of my salad? It's not what it was. You guys are fucking gross. So uh, I hit on you at the top of the show, so now it's my turn. Now i got to move on to another. <laughs> Open note. it up, bro. <laughs> yeah, let's talk I about gotta, Oliver. Yeah. I'm into it. He's, uh, he's cute. He's orange. And he's he perfect. was into it. It doesn't no. seem like a cat would be. No, he wasn't into it. Yeah. It sucked. It was hard. It took me all day. But why? Because he gets too hot. And he lays in front of the fan. All he does. Literally all he literally does Literally all he, he lays in front of the fan when he's not eating. So then I shaved him and he finally started snugging again and being all cute. He's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> he's so cute. Uh, I don't know if my cat would be down for the, the shaving. I'm looking at her face right now and I'll tell you she wouldn't. <laughs> your cat has no neck. I don't know if you know. Attitude. <laughs> your cat just goes straight you from. You got a motherfucking attitude. He's so cute. I don't know if that's how that song goes, and if it's not, don't at me. No, I don't think it is. I don't fucking care. <laughs> there was a Wisconsin accent. I don't care. Okay, jeez. You want to draw don't a character at me, okay? and improv jeez. a scene? No, yeah. we're talking. That, so I, I noticed when we <laughs> sat down, for the listener, when we sat down, there were Tupperware containers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The same ones sorry, that we gladware? have. Is this Gladware? Yeah, it's Gladware. It's, it's, it's might, it might be Target brand. But it, it is, because yeah. it has the heart. I think you're Tupperware's right. brand name. Yeah, how fucking dare you? <laughs> there's like a there's like a it's Wikipedia like word for that, like portmanteau or something. It's eponymous. It's like the, the, com- the <laughs> what brand are we doing right now? It. What are we? Doing? Anyway, well, these Tupperware before we get into that, let's get into your your real relationship because that might yeah. set up the game. But um, we got to okay. talk about comedy, our real relationship. Do you do do a lot of uh, jokes about one another? No, I have like one or one pretty much. Do I one. joke about you ever? Uh, you do jokes that I wrote with you. So you guys write. You jokes wrote one for, joke. Uh, you wrote one joke. And was it good? It kills. <laughs> no, it, it depends. Yeah, it basically is an opening one-liner that's like, uh, "Got cat called earlier today," and uh, I don't know who taught Oliver how to use a phone, but he needs to stop calling me when I'm out. It's just a stupid little <laughs> Oliver's my cat. But on stage, I'll say, "I don't know that, who yeah. taught my cat how to use a phone." <laughs> He needs to not call me at work. It's inappropriate. I think What's it, it the frame, deal? It frames your set. It establishes your character yeah. a little bit. So I'm crazy you know and things. a cat lady. I'm, I'm petty and I have a cat. <laughs> I'm petty and, I'm and men that. won't stop bothering me. These are the three things you need to know about me. <laughs> 
and I'm from Wisconsin. Let's not dodge the question, though. He was going to ask us something like serious about being an early. Have, so we have, do we have jokes about each other? Was that the question? Right. Yeah. You have. One. I do one also about a cat. I think. Oliver, my cat. Yeah, I say, you um, have a lot of cat material, each of you. you know, I my, do. So we don't have kids, but my girlfriend and I, I wow, shit, I never say that. <laughs> I never started I. with, we don't have kids. <laughs> Sorry. No, that, that just came out. Here's how it actually starts. <laughs> so we I just moved in kids. with my girlfriend. She's got this cat. She's had it for like four or five years now. But I, I worry about her because every day she still asks him, like, who's a kitty? <laughs> who's a kitty? It's... Shit, I forgot how the bit goes. I usually introduce Alzheimer's you, or something. You're right? like, I'm like, really <laughs> concerned about my girlfriend, you is guys. Is that what it is? Yeah, she's had this cat for four years. But every day, she asks him, who's a kitty? Who's a kitty? And then the crowd is always like, uh. And then you're like, well, here she is, Claire Dickerson. And they're just like, yay? It's so dumb. It's so very dumb. I used to have a... Uh, Alzheimer's pet bit, but it was an impression. And the impression was Michael McDonald with Alzheimer's. And it didn't work at all. Oh my God. Because so do you guys know who Michael McDonald is? Doobie Brothers? Yes. I keep forgetting That's such a specific impression. Is that the spirit Like a white, white dad, Michael Jackson. Oh, like, so he's Tom almost, Petty. It's, like, it's halfway between Michael Jackson and like, a, like oh shit, like so he's Chris like Bruce Springsteen or like Pearl Jam. Any better? Yeah. Or like this other male artist, or this other guy. Yeah, this right. is good content. He's, I'm excited yeah, about us. Um, no, you're. you're but you're Claire, knows, Claire knows how to murder a bit, right? <laughs> right when we're in the middle of it, it's like, nope, I'm not amused listen, by this. Listen, nobody at wants all. to listen to this for ten minutes. I listen to like five podcasts a day. Right. I am an expert. No, but the impression was. I keep forget what is the name of my dog. <laughs> I keep forgetting what's his name, Wolfie or Mr. Scraps. <laughs> That's very, very good. It, it hits a very niche audience. Yeah, yeah. it did not. Hipsters our age who know who the fuck. <laughs> On stage. No, uh, you got to tell that one in front of moms. You don't like moms at a wine bar. From the late 80s and early 90s. That's why I stick with the fucking mid-90s. Backstreet Boys. Right. Everybody knows Backstreet Boys. It's back streets back all right, man. Yeah. All right. <laughs> back streets all right, all right, all right. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> what was that? Trying to slip in a McConaughey? I don't know. <laughs> oh, so, so. Okay. Um, so about this Tupperware what? game we introduced. And like no, barely stop. Got, okay. We're not okay. at that part okay. of the. F- this We're, isn't your show, yeah, Shia. It just, it just seems Sit like it's been a long time. Sit back and let the host host his show. I'm he always does the guy who tries too. to. I always try to he push things along. He fucking does this to yeah, me too, and it drives me <laughs> But I get you. I mean, I feel like the same way too when I'm um, a guest on other people's podcasts. I kind of feel like it's, you know second nature to just take over and just you know start asking people like what's up with this how's it go with this or you know just do what i would do on my own show what's the deal with airplane food and they're like shut up it's my show right <laughs> yeah shy yeah shut up I just, i'm super um i don't want to say anxious and intimidated but a little bit anxious and intimidated by that's why we're comedy. gonna do the other part of the show i know first. but it's like my technique no. is to run straight at it like well, i was i had like social phobias before i started comedy but it's like well, we're going to solve this one way or the other. <laughs> Charge straight at comedy. Well, Public speaking, everyone, like the number one fear in America. I don't know if you know this. The rest of the world, snakes. America, <laughs> public speak. Hate it. Anyways, 
So, do we have jokes about each other? Yes, but they're about <laughs> yes, yes, but they're yes, but they're about our cat. Or it's, just so like situations like a, that involve you. Yeah, it's like it's a character building. I don't think I've ever so. actually joked about you. Right. I, it, I don't know. We? I have a should lot we? of jokes. <laughs> oh my god. You. I mean, you say you post stupid shit. I say in real life as yeah. like a Facebook status. Sometimes. Yeah. I wrote a mean tweet that was supposed to be like a joke about you one time, and I was mad at you. Oh no! I don't, <laughs> you that must have passed it? me by. I don't know. <laughs> that's that's how great I am at paying attention. Did you tag him in on no. Twitter? Like someone can shit talk me directly. I don't know about it. I was just drunk and mad. It what was matter. it? It said get was it you. Good? It was get you a man who looks at you the way my boyfriend looks at his phone. <laughs> 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 Sorry. I mean, it's a, it's a little. It's a little hallmarky. It's Shut like, up. It's like well trod. It's uh, people. People. Listen. Have, it got a couple likes. Anyway. Just like used standard meme construction is all. Well, can't wait to hear your joke about me and how great it is. I don't My girlfriend's so dumb. Just kidding. No, no. I don't know if I've just like done straight up material. I mean, maybe like something we experienced together, but not even. Like most of my like uh, personal bits are like just about things I was, you know, went to the doctor's office or like. I yeah, had my butthole looked at. <laughs> my butt- you have like 12 went to the doctor's <laughs> office and got my butthole looked at joke. Is that too many? Yeah, it's probably too many. 12 is like at least nine too many. Should see, I should see a proctologist about it. That's actually not what they're called anymore. They're rectal surgeons. No one's really a proctologist. <laughs> I want to keep you guys up to date on the latest Thank like, you. anal medicine. <laughs> Thank you. Do you have a lot of people like telling you what jokes you can and can't say? You know, I've had a lot of uh, censorship in the last month that I haven't had in like almost my whole like time in doing comedy. Like, Are you playing Facebook friends? Clubs? No, I'm talking, talking about, about yeah, like open mics and shit. What? He actually gets on stage a lot more than we do. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry that I still have never had somebody on an open mic tell me what I can't say. Uh, yeah, there was like a whole uh, open mic that basically uh, went to PG because we're basically too filthy. Mm-hmm. So. So they wrote the content you couldn't say in blue ink, no, right? That's <laughs> and it was all based on, blue. like, one right. Yelp review. There was one <laughs> Yelp review that said, like, uh, I'm not talking about the food here. I'm talking about the open mic. It was atrocious because uh, there was a guy that, you know, had a baby raping joke. <laughs> and it was oh, like man. a baby raping joke. We all know that guy, though. <laughs> I mean, apparently it's it wasn't guy. me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was a- talking about transgender porn. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, super woke, dude. Super woke. Talk I, about it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I have a joke about putting babies in dumpsters. So, well, apparently, don't go say it at certain mics because you, you know, will I get say shit. I used to say it at bricks in front of wine moms all the time, and they loved it. They loved it. Well, they'd be like, oh, oh, uh, uh. but like a no is still a woo in my book. Like if they're making noise, <laughs> a reaction. Making, yeah, yeah. I would rather people be like, oh no, than just be like. That's the thing. It wasn't like it was bombing. It was just, I'm sure one person just didn't laugh. And now they went and did a Yelp review and then got like a mic shut down or at least turned to like PG. These fucking PC warriors, am I right, you man? Know, you just can't. It's like there's more bad comments well, just, on like the fucking like burgers. They think being offended is like is like their right and to not be offended. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want to know what white person made Yelp and I want to burn them down. 
Yelp is just like we don't need it. It's yep, literally almost, just a platform for white people to be mean to each other. I almost, I almost <laughs> work just for white people. Well, it's just because only <laughs> it's that it's that white person who's like, I had bad service and I'm gonna complain. Like people don't do that. Mm-hmm. Nobody fucking cares about how your fucking food was cooked. Yeah, I mean, why there's did... always been that letters to the editor segment of the population. It's like this thing just pleases me so much. I'm gonna write a long. But those people used to not have power. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it was like Those confined y- to the back channels of, yeah, like you, you didn't. I only go on Yelp if I want to be like, this place was awesome. Because <laughs> I mean, it also, <laughs> they, you only do good reviews. Restaurants ask for that now. I yeah. actually have, <laughs> I have created like fake, I had a fake Yelp account that I like reviewed enough places so that it looked like I used the account, but then I would specifically use it to get people I hated fired who I worked with. <laughs> Can you believe Grace at the Roman Candle? She was so rude. I think she should be fired. She wasn't fired, but, uh, you know, right. I, boy, That's did I try. one extra nail. Yeah. And you, you know that if companies get negative reviews, they can like pay for premium service and get those negative reviews like removed. Well, what, really? What they can, is that true? Because I know what you can do is I as a company, I think there's a premium service where you can respond. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Yeah. yeah. I almost worked there selling like uh, advertising packages. I know you've told yeah. me. Oh, wait, I we're talking to a podcast. The interview. So it doesn't matter. I bombed the interview. Do you guys How did you? have I mean, I did. I did fine. But then they did. They did a role play of me selling Yelp to people. Saying, oh, like, let's well, go through it. God, yeah. no. It was like, <laughs> so basically. You're, oh, no. So here's you're how. Trying, <laughs> you're trying to set up an appointment with someone who's like skeptical about. Yelp ads, and they don't know but how, Yelp ads. Like, they're a business owner, and you're trying to convince them you should buy a Yelp yeah, ad. Yeah, you should, or you should at least register for a free Yelp account, which would allow you to see what people okay. are saying. Okay, I'm I'm a fancy, uh, you know, prime rib establishment, and you're calling me up. <laughs> Claire, you want to be the phone for this? Or bring, <laughs> bring, bring. You could be the secretary. Fuck you! <laughs> I ain't no secretary. <laughs> Assistant? Executive assistant? Is That's that what they call him now? Yeah. Hi, this is Cheyenne Carey from Yelp. How are you doing today? Oh, you're talking to him. <laughs> well, I'm talking to... I mean, you picked up and said I'm no fucking secretary. <laughs> fucking listen. Well, you, could, you could be, uh, you know, my Nobody sister... Who works at a goddamn steakhouse like, has a secretary or no, well, we're, we're co-owners. You okay. could, no, you could be so you could be your distraught customer. Fifty fifty okay, partners. Fine. I'm the angry owner, and I'm gonna pick up. Hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Cheyenne from Yelp. How are you doing today? See, at Yelp, we value personal experiences at your place. Of, I don't know what the fuck. What am I supposed to do with what am I supposed to do with a big sigh? You're See, this <laughs> is I overthink things. That's what, what that's am what, I supposed to do with the big? I know side? that's that's you what hampers talk my, through it. My yeah, my improv is like hampered by my like I, I think shit through too much. That's oh, what you're yeah, supposed to you not just, think. No, don't think. Yeah, you got to be in the moment. Just whatever comes up to your head. But still, what am I supposed to do with just a big sigh? I don't fuck. This is why I don't do sales. This you is can, why you I'm could a say, cook. Miss, how you feeling? Hey, listen, is miss. it or what you could be, do is be like, yeah. Um, so can I talk to so and so? You just to mm-hmm. handle a big sigh, you don't talk to that person. Like, I, can I get Daryl? Sounds like you've had a check tough date. Check, check you know what would help you out? Yelp. Yelp. I got a new. Stra- <laughs> I got a new strategy. <laughs> Hi, I'd like to talk to you about your Yelp profile. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but you actually already have a Yelp profile because people are talking about your business. Wouldn't you like to know what they have to say about things like 
your customer service. Wouldn't there? Daryl, you got a phone call. <laughs> Yelp is online one. Daryl, Yelp online one. Hey, hel- um, hello. Uh, I've been meaning to fire my executive assistant, um, but what was she talking about? Tony, Yelp. I said not that much cheese. It's a half cup. <laughs> Hi, this is Cheyenne Carey from Yelp. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Just yeah, trying I was to... to talk about your your Yelp account because is interrupt, okay, interrupting doing, people. Listen, you gotta fucking interrupting people is definitely a, a plus, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, great! So, uh, you don't let them. Did finish. you know that you already have a Yelp account? Isn't that cool, man? You could really get business if you got good reviews. That's, that's what was so weird to me is like the whole the whole Yelp business model is almost so like how would you the get paid? Protection, mm-hmm. um, but it's it would be like thirty six k a year plus commission, right? And but they have like but what all would these you get commission on? If they signed up for a premium, premium or? accounts, yeah. okay. And the the key would be to try to sign up big brands, like you know, not just one location, but like you know, oh, we got Arby's to accept Yelp reviews. Finally, <laughs> we got Arby's. Yeah. We got Arby's. We got Culver's. And then, and then the, the sales. How many this. high fives were given the, the when the they got floor. Arby's? <laughs> and then the sales floor has a big gong that they bang on it. Right, of course they, they do. The sale because we're a fun company. We like to share success. They throw a midget at the gong. Hey guys. <laughs> a little person. Oh, okay, but it's still a little person. Yeah, do you have any uh, Michael McDonald impressions or uh, any other things that I can't do now because you already do it? I mean, I don't, I never, I don't think about like my established characters so much because sometimes I'll slip into doing something. Bernie Sanders comes out just from nowhere all the time if we're talking about milk. You gotta or take numbers. the top 1% from the, t- the bottom 28%. Contains <laughs> more have... butterfat than the rest of the, <laughs> the lower 90% combined. And you have uh, Bane. Yeah, I mean, what, mm. what did I used to say for Bane? What was my handle? Jesus, I don't know. We have to get, I mean, what's weird is my handle yep. for Bane is actually Tom Hardy in Mad Max when I was trying to argue that he sounded like Bane. Uh-huh. Um, oh, we right. We have to get the gasoline. <laughs> Out of the shadows. <laughs> you only adopted the dark. I was born in it. <laughs> you got to be a little crazy. That's Tom Hardy's biggest strength is he just he does like crazy hyper masculine characters. And you have to have it a little little filtered, but yeah. um, he makes choices, and th- <laughs> that's what's great about acting is like for good or bad, choices. it's like some choices are gonna be like, oh wow, I can't believe he did that, and other times it's like, oh wow, I can't believe he did that. <laughs> um, what was it called? Um, Taboo. Oh yeah. The we porno. Have you seen episode. or watched Taboo? No. So he actually, it's it's a really interesting role. It's like 1820s in England, and he's like a a a guy who just returned from like an Indian tour, like as like a paramilitary arm of like the East India Tea Company. Right. But he's the weirdest character because a he's Tom Hardy, and b he like um, basically went bush crazy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like he, he like mm-hmm. lost his mind in his many voyages. 
Um, so he's covered in tattoos and he speaks in like riddles and practices black magic. What? Uh, but also he fucked his sister. <laughs> well, naturally. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Duh, I saw that coming. Yeah. But then also <laughs> he sees ghosts and like he has like psychedelic experiences one every like a couple every episode. And, what like, ghost, movie doesn't ghosts this have? will appear? Like, what's not in this movie? It's like so uh, a, a second season probably is not. <laughs> oh, it's a it. TV show. It's so yeah, it's taboo on Showtime. One of the things we don't Amazon. Have. Amazon. Mm, Amazon. Yeah, we saw the first couple. Mad decent. Uh, especially if you're on the ghost hunt because a ghost shows up in an unexpected spot. Oh, every yeah. Episode. You got to find it. It's fun. It's, okay. It's interesting. But it's, it's just really. It's, he's chosen like the, the most bizarre and like least morally redeemable character ever. Like the one thing that's supposed to convince us he's not totally amoral is like he sympathizes with the East India Trading Company, never officially traded in slaves. But they needed ballast when they were bringing their ships back from Africa. <laughs> anyway, so he, sympath- he he felt bad about being a slaver. That's that was that's how he morally redeems himself. It's it's a, that's what I'm saying. It's a really yeah. difficult, but uh, it's a good. But he plays it in like an entertaining way. Like you're not charmed by him so much. You're just kind of like fascinated. Hmm. So. Anyway, As we Tom Hardy. That was Tom Hardy accent. <laughs> so instead of doing impressions, I actually do really long commentaries on, <laughs> on their major acting turns. Yeah. <laughs> he was in Dunkirk just recently, and he does like half the movie with like a mask over his face because he's in like you know a, a pilot's. He loves that, doesn't he? Yeah, it's his thing. His face being obscured. Did you know he played um, young Picard in Star Trek Nemesis? Oh wow, that was like his big break. Not quite the face you remember. Not quite. A lifetime of violence will do that. They broke my nose, my jaw. But so much is the same. The eyes. Surely you recognize the eyes. Yes. Our eyes reflect our lives, don't they? And yours are so confident. Yes. Yes. He's like yes, an Australian action star, and the way they get an Australian action star into the United States is with like a weird sci-fi movie. Yeah, yeah. I liked him um, in Lawless with Shia LaBeouf. So you want to get into this racket, but I see you sitting there looking like somebody's punching bag. So I ask you, what do you intend to do now? Yeah. You. You expect somebody else to handle it? No. Well, Howard, maybe? That ain't what I'm at. What do you mean? I need the help. I'm sorry? I don't need the help. Well, you don't. Here it is. As long as you are my brother, you will never let this happen again. Do you I understand? I don't think you do. What if I can't? I'm not built like you, Howard. I ain't never been like you. No, I not the violence that sets a man apart. All right, it is the distance that he is prepared to go 
We are survivors. We control the fear. And without the fear, we are all as good as dead. Lawless. Yeah. It's a period film about like bootlegging. Like him and his brother are like bootleggers, and you're listening to the Hardy Boys and Girls, where we (laughs) we dissect at length the careers of Tom Hardy. Yeah, Uh, yeah. The faces. You guys do a a Trent Reznor podcast. Yep. We're not above micro analyzing things for sure. How's that going? Yeah. I mean, I love. I've loved. (laughs) I've loved. Wow. Is that good or? It's great. Um, I no, love doing just, it, but we, we're like almost at, out of material. It, and we don't do it as often. We used to do it like every Sunday, and now we might do it like once a month. I do guess you, one thing. Do you feel like certain podcasts have a, a lifespan to them? Yeah, I mean, Ours we're was almost... specifically structured around discussing an album. One, al- one album or EP. At a time. At a time. One Halo episode. at a time. Yep. And so that's like 12 episodes. Well, we're in, we're in the 30s. Yeah, he's we're got a like long 30, career. He has 30 albums. He has a lot of remix EPs albums and, and remixes. Wow, soundtracks. Yeah. Yeah. He even has a, he has a few more. So I just heard about like, there's the Before the Flood documentary. There's like Patriot's Day documentary. Yeah, soundtrack. he's been doing documentaries. Yeah. Doing documentaries about the though. social network. Of course. Yep, we talked about all the movies already. With a buff who watched that movie many times. Yep. And, um, Which makes you a buff. What other movies did he do besides that? Gone Girl and Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. And Lost Highway and Natural Born Killers. What? He did all those? Well, he didn't soundtrack those. He he had a a song in each of those. Okay. But yeah. The Crow. Gone Girl was cool. Mm -hmm. It was okay. Watching it a second time, I realized that that I didn't think it was a good movie. You're listening to Trent Talk Talk, where we discuss our (laughs) podcast. The Trent Talk Talk, (laughs) where we talk about Trent Talk. But yeah, we basically go through his career, and we've... I mean, we have one... Uh, episode to do about his side project how to destroy angels but then we have to talk about we saw him live twice in one week that which is incredible and we have to talk about i saw him a new ep and then fragile deviations i saw him with uh marilyn manson oh back in the day it was a double bill r35 i am (laughs) it was at the honda center uh back when it was called the pond and uh the Ponda center yeah and it was really tight I will say, though, like, we kind of partied hard in the parking lot beforehand, mm-hmm. and by the time Hell we yeah. got in, Nine Inch Nails was halfway through. You were partying very hard. Yeah. You monster. So then we, like, we really kind of only saw Marilyn, and when I say saw, I mean... We're present. Yeah. In his presence. <laughs> you remember, yeah. like, a pale Somebody told me stage. I was there. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it was uh, it was it was still cool. I I, I remember uh, a couple of corsets and some flames. Similar to David Bowie <laughs> recording his whole album "Station to Station." <laughs> he didn't know he did it. What was the besides Trent Reznor? What was your f- most favorite concert that you've been to so far? Ever in my life? Yeah. Um, well, I used to be a live music photographer, so I've probably seen like five hundred concerts. So it's gonna be hard to choose. Yeah. I mean, one that stands out is Sleigh Bells. They put on a, an incredible oh, yeah. show. I saw them at Coachella. Uh, 
I was at Salmon Stock in Alaska. You may have never heard of it. Salmon Stock? A little music festival. They attracted uh, Brandy Carlyer, Cal- Carlyle. Oh, no, that's a real thing? I thought yeah. you were just making like a no, fishing show. No, no, a real thing. It's like the second one they ever <laughs> did, and it was a benefit Salmon. To, to stop like a, a molybdenum mine. So molybdenum <laughs> is an element in your smartphone, mm. which is made extremely valuable even in small amounts. So that, but they wanted to like you know, dynamite this mountain, which was like right above like a salmon estuary where they like spawn and shit. So like all the tailings, all the pollution would have wiped out this species of salmon. Um, so they were, it's called pebble mine. And I don't know if they stopped it because, uh, it was, uh, Oh no. You know what? It was in 2013 and I was on mushrooms during the entire concert. (laughs) Um, actually the concert's still going. I believe salmon stock still exists. Okay. It would be in its fifth or sixth year if it was still here. I was going to say, but years. cell phones still exist too. So how's that at work? It was in a town where there was basically just like a bait shop and like a gas station. Like <laughs> there's towns in Alaska like that. You know. Oh, and a really sad middle and high school, the Badgers. <laughs> where the Don't fuck, talk where the shit fuck about was the Badgers. It? No, where the fuck was it? It was. <laughs> They're trying. Badgers out of this. <laughs> it's like Anamawak. No, that's one of your. That's one of your weird Wisconsin Oconomowoc. towns. Oconomowoc. Jesus. It was in something like that. And Oconomowoc's not even the Badgers. It's Madison. Um, <laughs> they used to have a town in Alaska called Ptarmigan. Is there a huge uh, Native American presence in yeah. Wisconsin? There is, but in northern Wisconsin, not the part that That's I'm where from. all the rich Native Americans live? Well, we have, there's a lot of... Um, you're saying Native Americans are rich? Is that well, they own all the casinos, Well, we do right? have casinos. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't um, hurt. We do. There are a lot of reservations still that That's I know. Tight. Of. Mm-hmm. I have reservations about them. Uh, I actually would like to say Ba-dum-tsh. that uh, last year we went to Las Vegas to see my favorite band. Oh brand shit! That new. was that was a sick trip though. Brand new. That um, was fucking. Yep. Legit. They really familiar with a lot of their music. Well, for those of you who are familiar out there. They played the entirety of The Devil and God is Raging Inside Me, and it was fucking At incredible. the Cosmopolitan Casino. Great show, Ruben. What was your favorite concert? I already I I said Salmon Salmon? Stock. Well, no, that's not your favorite concert. There's no way that you saw Brandy Carlisle and you were like Brandy Carlisle. I I know exactly. They were headlining, or it was kind of more the experience because it was like this big show in the middle of nowhere in Alaska, like right on the coast. There were mountains everywhere, and we were where was the closest city? Like like Juneau or Albany? It was closest to Anchorage or Anchorage. I mean, yeah. Because it was on the Kenai Peninsula. What Isn't Albany in New York? Albany is in New York, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think Albany is the capital of New York. <laughs> what was your favorite concert? Favorite concert. Um, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. I saw Slipknot in 2005. That was pretty dope. Wow. Oh, nice. I think dope is actually part of the lineup. <laughs> dope. <laughs> <laughs> 
at Knotfest? No, it was just them. No, we, it wasn't dope. It was um. Oh, we saw fart. Lamb barf. of God. We fart saw, barf. We, we saw fart barf. And, That's uh, an actual name for a band. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. They're like least. they're like techno dance rock type thing with like live instrumentation. <laughs> so there's, they have like a really really good drummer. But um, like Daft Punk, they all perform. Also like Daft Punk, they perform in these like with horrible like cro- these cro magnon masks and then like NASA spacesuits. Weird. Yep. And all the vocals are really digitized, so you don't even know, like... That's tight. Yeah. They're, they're like, mystery men. But um, it was at a really, really cool showroom in San Francisco, and I like that concert very much. Let's get into how long have you guys been dating? I mean, you want to hear about how we met? Yeah, let's talk about that. Unless it's like something that we can already hear on another podcast. No, I don't know. Well, let me get another glass of water. It's a long story. <laughs> we met on a Facebook group <laughs> for comedy and podcasting. Oh, so it wasn't at a mic itself. Like, no, I was no still point. in Wisconsin. Yes. Oh. And <laughs> oh. It was a. It was an international romance. The nation of California. Wow, yeah, like long distance at first, and then, yeah. and then you finally moved and went like, "I'm here, take me." Well, so take How much detail me. do you want to do? Uh, so whatever. Like, up until the take me part. Okay. We posted. We both posted our first open mic set like the first day, like at the yeah, same I day. I think our first real social interaction was. Yeah, you being, being like shitty. you fucking commenting, be like, "Hi, um, great set. You're funny, but maybe drop all the material about '90s <laughs> pop music because it's not really relevant anymore." And I oh. was essentially just like, "Maybe go fuck yourself," because the crowd liked it. He was negging you. Yep. He was. I mean, I'm not saying game theory works, guys, but like, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> and then you. Well, did. no, that's the thing. Is like, then, I just, well, I just felt like it didn't work for me, and I don't know. Maybe at that time. I don't know. You posted a set. He and was then... an NSYNC fan. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. I just didn't want you talking you about my voice. You were a 98 degrees voice. Uh, You're making them look foolish. Right. They replaced Backstreet Boys. Get over it. Um, so, you, so you hated each other at first. You posted loathing. a set. I posted it. yeah. Well, you posted a set, but you had previously been a fucking asshole on the group about like cover photos, and then everyone was mad at you, and then you were being all beaver okay, about it. Okay, this is why I asked and how then, much detail do you want to get but into. Let's, is like, let's, so then people didn't really respond to it at first, and you're like, come on, guys. So then I watched it and responded, and I was just like, ugh, I guess you're funny. That was a pity watch. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. Was a pity watch. I and then, <laughs> guess you should keep doing this. <laughs> no, you were funny. Yeah. Do you remember a joke? I was yeah, doing what was then? the first joke that you were like, Something I like that? Something about your name. My name's Cheyenne. And yes, that is a name that is more commonly given to women than to men. 
don't worry, you're not the first ones to have noticed. <laughs> now, I've been dealing with that shit forever. Like, the first day of school, everybody's sizing each other up, figuring out, who are we gonna make fun of for the next year? It's like the first day of prison, and then I walk in with my long, flowing, hippie hair, my tie-dye shirt, and my effeminate name, and then immediately, all I deal with for the next year is, your name's Cheyenne? You're a girl. That's what that means, you're a girl. And me being me, I always try to explain, like, Actually, Cheyenne's the name of a Native American tribe. Translated, it means the men of the earth. So really, that doesn't fly here. This is first grade. Fuck your anthropology, your girl. So yeah, so public school, you take your lumps. You take your lumps, you know. So we met on a Facebook group, which was all about fandom for comedy podcasts, specifically One Network. Yep, Earwolf, and then um, they had the Podfest. So I flew out here a couple months later to so go to we'd, PodFest. So we've been chatting online. We got to know each other a little I, bit. You saw like my pretty boobs well. I mean, Facebook okay. chat. Modern romance, wow. right? Really? <laughs> Modern romance. How'd that happen? I mean, how it happened. It wasn't by oh, accident. Yeah. Well, and clearly then, not. <laughs> uh, and then I was like, I want to come to PodFest. And you're like, you can crash on my air mattress. That's tight. Is that, then, yeah. <laughs> LOL, winky face. Right. And then I came out here. It was cool. I got too high on drugs we, and had a bad experience. We met in a studio. Well, no, we met at LAX, but then we, you know, we went to the, we, so the first thing we did is we went, went to, to at, midnight. An, at midnight taping. And uh, how long ago was this? September 15th. September 15th, yeah. And um, it was cute because we were at the at midnight taping. And you were on TV within like the first. Well, we weren't on TV. Half an hour they were you warming were in up, LA. They were warming up the crowd and then they're like, who's not from here? And I was like, Madison, Wisconsin. And the guy immediately assumed that we were dating. So we rolled with it. And then like he's how, like. How long have you guys known and each then other? he's like, oh, you guys are so sweet. You should come up here and have <laughs> a first dance. So they like, we had to slow dance on stage in front of everybody. And I wow, was it's like horrified. At midnight was your wingman a little bit a little well, bit well i mean it was gonna happen <laughs> i was gonna get it in let's she doesn't be honest fly out for no reason i'm not just gonna fly to fucking los angeles <laughs> right for at midnight right did i surprise you with that or was that a thing we knew we were gonna do you I don't mean fucking. I mean <laughs> <laughs> No surprises whatsoever. No, I mean at midnight tape. I think I told um, you like the, the day of or the day before. You told me the day the morning of because you were like I was packed. like oh shit. Or no, you told me when I fucking landed and you were like or when I was in Chicago I showed up with maybe. tacos though. And you were shut hold so on. So within half an hour hold of her on. being in LA she had street that's tacos and that's then we a, went to That's a cool move. Street I like tacos. that move. You're like, I got tacos here. I got a bottle of and they're Xanax. they're like real tacos. I didn't, like, have, I didn't have Xanax then, yes, did, did I? Oh, well, maybe I like, did. Clearly, the tacos weren't great in Wisconsin. Well, I mean, actually, no. We have a lot of Mexican workers in Wisconsin. I mean, yeah. Oh, it used okay. to be like uh, auto a, plants and shit, right? You that's know? Uh, that's beer Michigan. I mean, you have um, to- No, we have farmlands. Farmland. And white people, oh, for sure. white yep, people in the sense. Midwest <laughs> are pieces of shit and they don't work on their own farms. So they hire Mexicans <laughs> and then they're just like, I don't want no, they, they they to they help pay, the Mexicans. Uh, that's not what Bruce Springsteen told me. That No, I wouldn't believe a word that mumbly old boy says. You were what? What? He, he enunciates a little bit more than that. <laughs> no, I like that. That's... I don't get him. I don't get his whole shtick. Yeah. Michael McDonald. But yeah, we were on at midnight and then mm-hmm. we went up to the Griffith Observatory. Griffith Observatory, and we like, oh, Hollywood Angeles, sign. And then he laid a smooch on me and I was like, at midnight. 
and fireworks went off. At midnight, there were no fucking fireworks. It brought me to how, but how studio apartment, which nice. looked exactly like this, which is sweet. That's, that's how I got into all that so bullshit about the first home. date. Is <laughs> uh, so you're saying it is possible to get laid in a studio apartment? I guess I'm it's taking it. Nice. It's not going super well for you. <laughs> well, not with like Claire here. <laughs> it's not. It's just been like a month. Yeah, not with me here. I, I can go. Okay, I can Uber home. It's not a big deal. Well, what's tough is I had the studio, and also like I had just bought a bed, and like was too. It was too hot, and I was too lazy to actually like throw sheets on it. So I just had like a little comforter and shit. Wow. Yeah, and that still worked. And there were like unpacked boxes. I was still sealing the deal. It's fine. No, that's tight. <laughs> yeah, it was probably I'm easy. Already no, no, sealed. That was actually before your time. <laughs> I had lived there for like a year before right. like you came out, so like I had I had made the. Oh, place you're really talking nice. about all the. I'm talking about all the, the times you other... got laid in the studio that worked. But even how? Though your place yeah. Was a shithole. But I, I installed that LED lighting for mood, right? You remember we could control. Yes, yeah. Okay. Can and then we I had a nice on? like yeah. <laughs> okay. Satin, satin bed. It was and the red been, light. It's been romance ever since. Yep, I left Wisconsin and came here. Just yeah, you just. Said, hey, mom, I met this great guy. Uh, no. I'm moving yeah. out. Uh, mm. That was not a big that concern. Was, no. <laughs> hey, my, uh, whoever lives out there, hey, I'm moving no. out. Uh, <laughs> hey, anybody. Not my mom, though. Yeah, actually right. a different reason for that, though. I'm not trying, no. to, I'm not trying to pimp you into talking no, about, we don't your, have to talk about no, no. your early losses. My mom's so dead. She's been yeah. dead for 19 years. <laughs> mm, oh, yeah. So that it's would, fine. It's cool. I guess it would be a little weird to <laughs> yeah. tell her, like, hey, Get mom. on the Ouija board. Mom, I'm moving to Los Angeles. How do you feel about it? And then right. it just, like, teeters slowly between yes and no. Is and it? then goodbye. Like, come she on, She believes mom, in the scientific once. method. You know? Do I just have once. no soul for not going to a grave and talking to, like, my dead relatives like well it depends that's like, weird i don't get what, are you I mean, do, do you it, live but... on dawson's creek <laughs> there, you know there's like is that a thing a, still i like are we are we scene, horrible yeah. people because we don't go talk to our dead relatives um at the gravesite i don't have any dead relatives that are buried well my like my i have two grandparents oh, right, that yeah. don't live that far away from here but i'm not gonna go see them yeah. my mom's grandparents are in like a tomb so I'd have to leave flowers like on the wall. Wow, a, a whole tomb. tomb, like yeah. Well, other people are in the fucking like tomb. a mausoleum. Tomb and, like, wait, so on. You mausoleum, said, not a tomb. Is They're this not in Sweet? Is this in come. Sweden or no? No, this is in Madison, Wisconsin. Mm. In case you're wondering where she got those cheekbones and that hair. It's yeah, like, in case you're wondering, <laughs> yeah. the hair is Irish. Can we? Yeah, not? Irish. My bad. Are we good? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, I'll, they don't see me. I have red hair, you guys, but the ends are dyed purple, and it's too dark because I mm-hmm. did it three days ago. I used to date a girl that had purple hair, and she actually made that glass. Oh, but those were the oh, only she two. Made it. Yeah, that's very. I was cool. looking for uh, this uh, any weed paraphernalia nearby, but it turned out to be an actual glass. <laughs> I mean, she was a, a glass blower. Glass. I'm so, so behind on weed culture. I always get surprised by shit. Paraphernalia. Like, have you, have you ever smoked like a dab off like a little harpoon thing? I don't dab. Right. I can't edible. You think I'm going to fucking dab? Oof. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, California weed I'll is too strong. We all know it. It's, it's too, too strong. strong. Guys, don't scale it back. <laughs> Did you like, get weed out in Wisconsin? Well, yeah, there's weed everywhere. It was from Canada? It was from Chicago mostly in Colorado. Yeah, that sounds right. I could only imagine like what would be like in it. I remember still in high school it was tough back in the day like yeah, you knew you had to get a guy that knew a guy that knew a guy. Mm-hmm. And then with that gram you smoked out four dudes. <laughs> yeah. For me it was uh people's my friends' parents. We just steal their drugs. 
and they couldn't say anything about like, hey, why'd you steal this? And you're like, well, why do you have oh, it? Oh, your mom or your pot mom? Why did I yeah. take your pot that you smoke? I mean, nobody cared. I'm sure. <laughs> I used to watch my mom just like pass How roaches much? around with her friends. I bought pot like a 1940s spy novel. I was 14 and I didn't know like, I wasn't like the most social dude. So I went to like the, <laughs> the, the most legit guy I knew who like I was still friends with. Was, was he black? He was Filipino. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But no, I just, just I, knew, I, knew hung, I knew he hung out with like cool ass people. And so I'm trying to get something that cool ass people know how to get. And he, he was, he fucking made it happen. He gave us like a, a reasonable size nug, which I got in, we shared photography class. This is, oh. this is my suburban high Did school. Did you pass it in the dark room? Yeah. yeah so exactly. Oh, I was, sweet. I, I, prete- yeah, I pretended to be, in, I mean, I was it, like scaling up one of my photos, getting ready to like enlarge it. And then he like, He's, you know, tossed the, the weed on there so I could examine it. I was like, okay. And then and it I, fell I into was the 14. developer. And I had 14. Like, I had no idea what I was looking for aside from. And like green under and a leaf. red fucking light. Yeah. You're just tough, like, yeah. Tough to verify quality. This black blob looks fine. And, and, he's, red and he was lighting. like, we cool? Is that. So he, he was also like not a huge weed seller. So he was like, is that enough weeds? Are you satisfied? you have the right number of weeds? And Do you then have yeah, enough of the pot? I passed him a 20. And yeah, so I had my first little dub, which was probably a little overpriced, but who gives a fuck? Because it was real pot. Yeah, it was always going to be overpriced the first like 80 million times you buy it. This is this is also like the smallest nug ever. Like, just, just I like, came from a bunch of fucking well, no, hippie, hippie and like rock and roll dudes who were just like, yeah, there's weed. I everywhere. did see one guy in college actually get sold an entire ounce of oregano. Mm. It was so sad. That's <laughs> so yeah. sad. Yep. And he was digging through it and he was like, oh man, what? This? He was actually, this dude was a little out there. He was like, there must be there must be some weed in here somewhere. And it's like, no, dude, if they put spice in this bag, they're not going to waste re- actual weed to make this burn oh less for you. My God. But what they actually he was rooting through it. He actually pulled out the biggest stem I'd ever seen. Just like this, <laughs> like, <laughs> like a pine cone. I and knew I a guy like, that sold well, some oregano to some kids. I, I mean, funny, but come on, man. Yeah. It's rude. I mean, if it's kids fucking. When you're buying that much oregano, the price isn't even that different. You know? He was trying to say it was like. <laughs> oregano is not that expensive. That's true. But the good shit. Whole food <laughs> shit. I mean, I'm sure this wasn't that whole fresh, food. That fresh good good. Also, what's crazy is they put a lot of effort into selling. I mean, I guess you'd have to buy like a whole McCormick thing of, of like oregano. Right. You can, no, right. you can get tons of it. You just steal it from a restaurant. That, that would be a good move. No restaurant gets job. like fewer than four cups at a time of oregano. He was just hmm. getting punked by like a frat house, though. I think he tried to buy weed from a frat house, and then they gave then him like a total. Dad he, they gave him a bummer bag. Card. <laughs> you can, all I'm saying. And then they all high fived each other and did chest bumps. Yeah, right. Yeah, bro. <laughs> and they all like acted like it got him. I got keg money, bro. <laughs> First three CDs when I bought them. This will tell you what how old I am again. Is Pearl Jam ten? Weird Al, bad hair day. And Blues Traveler 4. Now, why you wanna give me a run around 
first three from Blockbuster Music. You oh, bought whoa. them? I bought them. Right. Huh. We never got from back to that. actual Where, CD you, store. Are you a um, Southern California native? I am. I lived, I, I was born in Orange County, and then I moved to Long Beach after college. You so. emerged from the orange curtain, but yep. only halfway. Mm-hmm. But I lived in Placentia most of my life. Placentia. Whoa, so that's like a medical condition? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time when I tell people that, ha- they're like, you didn't live there, you the came baby. out of there. Yeah. <laughs> it comes with the baby, the placentia. Hot, hot riff. Hot, mm-hmm. riff. hot uh, steamy after birth riff. It was yeah. actually, like, I would say, yeah, it's in between Fullerton and Yorba Linda. So it's not a real. Your Belinda, is that like? Is that like? That's like my aunt's name. I don't know. <laughs> no, come on. You guys on. not familiar with Orange County? No, we that's went the thing. We, we went over Road. this. Claire's like two years deep, and I'm like three years deep in Southern California. So, like, I would say Placentia is like. It's just say placenta. It's okay. It, it is, but it is <laughs> mostly Mexican. Like yeah. it is placentia. Even though it's like upper middle class and middle class, yeah, it's still very. Diverse middle class. Yeah, Southern California gets overlooked as like one of the or one of the most diverse regions in the United States. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we live in the biggest Cambodian population like had, in the. North like growing America? up, I had more like Mexican friends than white friends. Like I was the white guy. Like I was like the and you like the anomaly. Invited, you like getting invited to parties that start at noon. Yeah, <laughs> you love barbecue. You love okay. slow roasted meats. Okay. I love ranchero music. Yeah, Fonda. Rancho Modelo. I love it all. <laughs> I like Modelo. Uh, I like Tecate. Listen, my first girlfriend was uh, Mexican. At least that's what she told me. Why are you so stupid, stupid? But <laughs> there's a lot to unpack there. I think. <laughs> no, no, she was Mexican. Her her last name was Batita. It was a good time. And <laughs> that's enough information for your legion of fans to, <laughs> to locate her. They're like, yeah, right. That guy didn't have any girlfriends. <laughs> right. That's the part that's hard to believe, not the Mexican part. Mm-hmm. Girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. His name was Pablo. More I mean, she's like. obviously a Russian spy. <laughs> Did you guys uh, find love early? Did you ever have, you know, girlfriends, boyfriends in, in high school? Yeah. We're just going to do this, huh? Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I had like a, a high school thing. I was kind of a fuck up then. <laughs> like I was the kid who like, sh- like I don't know. Like I was getting three point fives and three point eight GPAs like without fucking yeah. What really, a fuck up! Uh, really applying myself, so I just <laughs> smoked a ton of weed. That's wow. I just smoked a ton of weed and just got drunk and was. Gen- I think I was honestly struggling with like I anxiety was, and I was self medicating for like anxiety and depression. I was just so out of it getting my three point eights. <laughs> I know it was fucked up, and then I got to a UC. I was so depressed. I, I was getting three point eights. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. One of the most miserable times of my life was when I got like a straight 4.0 in like my first freshman first <laughs> quarter, which is where you are supposed to fuck up for the first time. But yeah, I was fucking miserable. Oh, man, that sounds And that's how you terrible. crushed a lot of puss or that's how you like... Uh, neither of those. Neither being anxious <laughs> or a good student really helps for puss. That's where the weed came in. That is, uh, okay, that's that's where the it. substance abuse and self-medication helped out. Right. Also learning to be a pretty sick guitarist. I don't know. I, I, I don't know why I thought that you were, were you oh, no, slaying the puss with Eric Clapton. Did you do it? <laughs> I also had, I also had a time mind. machine, am I right? Hey, my dad called and he wants his <laughs> shitty music back. He should have played like Tears in Heaven instead. Oh man, that song's so sad. No, that would have been more poignant. No, no, no. Here's a song about the time that Eric 
Aaron clapped his kid how, fell out of a window. Isn't that weird how, like, he turned tragedy into, like, his biggest hit? Is it his biggest hit? I was, trying to unravel, I was trying to unravel the mystery of Eric Clapton because everyone regards him as one of the greatest right? guitarists okay. of all time. But, like, I can barely name, like, five of his songs. Mm. He was just, he was cool to Layla, just do contemporary. Tears in heaven. Cocaine. Like, just, How you <laughs> look tonight. Cocaine was cream. With cream. Right. Also, the sunshine of your love. Um, I, here's the deal. Don't care about Eric Clapton. <laughs> I'm sorry I brought it what up. What about change the world? I'm you give sorry me shit. I brought it up. You give me shit if I like if I don't know if it's an Aaliyah song or like a uh, Today, Missy Elliott song. But you know he they was like distinct. stoned, and that's how his kid fell out the window. Like, how does a kid fall out the like well, window? Well, because he was leaning on the screen, and the screen broke. Mm, is what I heard. I don't know about that. I think it was the Illuminati. It had to have been the Illuminati. <laughs> that child was abducted. The corpse was a fake. Yeah. The, yeah, the child yeah. actually grew up in the Bohemian Grove sex cult of the eighties. <laughs> yeah, um, Eric Clapton was actually involved in a pedophile ring. Yeah, and um, that was his that wasn't desserts. even his kid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> turns out, didn't he have a whole album about like the crossroads and like yeah, he yeah. sold what? the soul of the devil? What? Yeah, he did the white guy thing, or he did a bunch of black person music and got way more rich off of I it. I think it's called soul music. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I think the I think if you music by black men, I'm a little. Drunk if you're looking right for now. it on Wikipedia, black people music is not not the preferred I'm nomenclature. Sorry. What's the black people music that they keep playing? What do you get, if you, what do you get if you Google say. the phrase black people music? That's not what I wanted to say. Fired as an engineer, am I right? Man, the PC all my culture. fans have left me. I'm sorry, you guys. If you Google Daryl Williams, a lot of black guys will show up. What uh, that is a very black name. What were we that. talking about? <laughs> we're talking about Eric Clapton and how he's slaying uh, puss in high school. Yeah, slaying puss. Yeah, he was he was laying down some some sick Eric Clapton riffs, and the women were just like, "Wow, you know how to play five chords? Do you want to see my vagina? Five Do you chords. Want to see my nipple? Plenty of chords. <laughs> five um, chords. What about five you? Were you playing guitar too and and getting tons of dick? Yeah, no, I learned one Avril Lavigne song and I was good. <laughs> uh, no, I, I mean, I Skater played a little boys. bit. No, it was not and then even you said, one of the hits. See you later, boys. See you later, boy. <laughs> yeah, this isn't good enough for me. Bye. Um, yeah, Avril, Lav- Avril Lavigne, also an MK Ultra abductee. That's right. I mean, she's Replaced. dead. She was she's a replicant. There's a clone, yeah. But anyway. Um, nobody cares about Avril Lavigne's <laughs> clone. I mean, do you honestly think that the girl who wrote Skater Boy is going to go on to be like, kick, 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 Kalei? No. She obviously was murdered and replaced. Well, one, I think maybe if a dump truck full of money just pulled up to her house, they'll... They're like, listen. Do you want to sing this or this dump truck goes away? Um... Yeah, I dated a lot in high school. <laughs> I, that's my favorite segue so far. Yeah. And, uh, yep. Oh, okay, so you just want to leave it that I mystery. did. A, I uh, I broke my hymen doing a jump spin crescent kick, getting my blue belt in taekwondo. So that was cool. I almost wow. didn't get my blue belt because I fell because I was in pain. I wish I could lose my virginity the same way. I mean, virginity is a concept. There's like there's no <laughs> glorious way for a guy to lose a virginity. Virginity you know? is what a, you did. So listen, did you virginity still get, is a social construct. Did you still get the blue belt? Yeah, I did. Nice. I was like, I twisted my ankle, but it was perfect form. 
I had a black uniform too, so nobody ever knew. There, that's oh, the one. That's so you didn't you didn't make anyone aware of it. You're just no. like oh, no. I was just like I landed on my foot. Weird. Sorry. <laughs> I offered to do it again, but they're like, no, it is really good form. It wasn't like Carrie. You were just you were screaming. Yeah, at your bloody hands. I was somehow blood was like on my head, and I was just like, ah! I'm a woman. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I, I had a few girlfriends in high school. I had a Mormon girlfriend and she was definitely in that phase where she didn't want to be mormon for like two years Mm -hmm. and it was kind of like that forbidden love where like (laughs) i I really felt like we were romeo and juliet for like a minute you were super ready to kill yourself yeah i was you're going to kiss poison drink this fucking poison right because like we were definitely yeah from different religions so we couldn't be together but we would just say you know to our parents well, my parents didn't really care, but her parents definitely cared. Yeah. So I was definitely always... And then you killed always, her cousin and it was over. Yes. And for some reason, his name was Mercutio. <laughs> I don't know why. No, it's Benvolio, right? Oh, okay. Ben, was, no, 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 no. But Wait, we called Benvolio, him Benny. <laughs> hold on. Benvolio is Romeo's cousin. Mercutio's a black guy. The, Tybalt. It's Tybalt that he kills. Right. Sorry, I had to figure this out. Let's move on. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I'm glad sorry. that you corrected I'm really sorry. it. sorry. I was like, who does John like? Who does John like Wazamo play? Oh, yeah, that's right. Somebody was going to be pissed if you didn't correct that. I know. You would have said Mercutio, and then everyone would be like, Claire, come on. It was your reference. Fix it. (laughs) At least I didn't say the rabbi, right? (laughs) There's a rabbi? The The priest? The priest, yeah. (laughs) No, no, it's. Oh, fuck. Now Sean's got to figure it out. Not the alchemist. It was like a specific. It was like a friar. Okay. Yeah, I think a friar. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we I were got just, lost in like D and D classes. We were bit. we were in that forbidden love where we definitely like I had to say like oh yeah I'm just a friend we're just always friends. That always is yeah. Should you I fucked to... a Nazi? What? Oh come on! In high school? <laughs> I don't know if she herself was, but she grew up in a household where it was very evident that certain awesome racial superiority like racial American superiority beauty. beliefs yeah. <laughs> She no, showed he, you her not, not her dad's Nazi plate. Oh shit! Right, and then he's gay for Kevin Spacey. Yes. Okay, got it. Um, Was that? So I'm gay for Kevin Spacey. <laughs> no, your dad has to be. <laughs> okay, her um, dad has. Her to be. dad has yeah. to be. That's right. And I film a plastic bag fluttering in the wind. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's like the most beautiful, most beautiful thing you've ever seen. In your I think life. that's definitely the movie I most don't have to watch because how every <laughs> scene has been recited by everybody. I haven't seen it. Ever? It's a good it. movie. Oh, it's a decent movie. Yeah. It's, it's a watch once movie. It's a worth a watch. I don't know though. It's probably been spoiled. It's like right? a liberal's Forrest Gump or something. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's played in some like stupid like film class. Oh, yeah, heck, scenes, yeah, heck, scenes yeah. of it at least. Mm-hmm. Heck, yeah. So she was an, kind of a Nazi. Yeah. I had an early girlfriend experience with a, a young woman yeah. who uh, grew up with a family that openly displayed Nazi paraphernalia on the walls and had like a bunch of Nazi books hmm. in there. And th- the fucked up thing is. How many Nazi books are the there? Up at least a handful. I mean, a, a What's lot the of, fucked up thing in all It's just Mein Kampf, I thought. What, yeah, let me explain the fucked up thing. Is like it, I was so high all the time and like so pussy blind because this is my first like sexual relationship, right? And my mind is just getting blown on the regular on like California pot. You mean your dick is? Hi-yo! That I mean, come on. <laughs> is it that kind of show? Um, <laughs> no, I'll edit this out. Um, so 
yeah, I think we were we were dating for a couple months before I it really dawned on me. And then it took me like another six months to break up with her. <laughs> oh man! Like her parents were kind of dropping like subtle no, uh, hints. That's like, the thing is like they as they, long as he's not black, they sort of operated as normal. It was like they had a really big house, so like they would be like, uh, I guess he was like a stock trader. Her dad, right. I mean, and would like listen to AM radio, which I it would always be out in the backyard, so yep. I couldn't hear what it was. Only not. It was like I don't know, maybe they're just really big fans of history, <laughs> like a real a specific. <laughs> Like a ten-year period in Western Europe, just specific. Just then, <laughs> Western Europe and and Africa and. See, the funny thing is that like you're having this weird Nazi sex experience, and I'm like, what was I doing at that age? And then I remembered that I once tried to have sex with the guy I was dating because we were 15. And he lived with his parents, obviously. I mean, obviously. <laughs> yeah, what a loser. Obviously, but yeah. <laughs> he didn't even have his own car yet. What? Fucking God. His didn't mom used to have to, to pick the, like, me up. Blockbuster? So uh, he worked he, at he was, Culver's. He was a coder, I thought? No. N- no. No, this isn't Will. You're, this is your high school boyfriend. Never I'm mind. I'm talking about when I was 15. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. They all blur together, the other. <laughs> he doesn't know. Any, so well, I don't either. You guys don't know, okay? <laughs> He's talking about somebody I dated when I was 23. No, when I was 15, um, he was just a fucking high school kid. He wasn't a coder. And we tra- we used to have to try to, like, sneak away from his parents because dad was an alcoholic. So sometimes he'd be up at night and come down and get beer. So we tried to have sex in the cow barn. <laughs> wow, that does sound Wisconsin. We really had to, like, wear our jackets because it was cold outside. And your long johns? <laughs> What time of year was it? Is it like winter cold? Yeah, it's like like, winter cold. So you had like your parka on and you you basically... I don't know. We put like a a third jacket on the floor. The have told me that that's kind of like sexy. I like it. You know, out in the barn. I'm going to think about that. Here's the thing too is that his dad was a a cutie pie who played radio for the cows 24 7 because he thought that it made them happy. Okay, this is hella sexy. So you were into the dad more. No, God. But you seriously rolled in the hay. No, we okay. fucked on a on like a down like Columbia down jacket on, on top this of concrete fucking oh. slab next to some cows who were listening to fucking Frank Sinatra. Nice. Do you remember any specific songs? Why so, the hell would I? Witchcraft. I knew I first touched a boob to Soundgarden. Witchcraft. I was super into. Yeah. You touched a boob to Soundgarden. Yep. Which one, Spoonman or? Yeah, like, it, was, yeah. I, it was. I think I say yeah because. The, I think yeah, right around that time, right around that point in uh, in their career. No, that album, mm. super oh. unknown, yeah. super unknown. Yeah, that was about when Boob entered my life. Interesting. Yep. I remember I bought that album, and my mom told me that it was too adult, and she took it away from me. And then I later found out that it was just in her car the whole time. <laughs> she, she just, she she just janked it. Yeah. So uh, this is a, uh, I've never done this before, but I figured like uh, I got to do something new since I have a couple in here, two guests all at once and uh, someone of our comedic caliber. Yeah. Somebody that, you know, can definitely roll with the punches. 
do anything. Uh, have you guys read all of those so far? No, <laughs> oh, no. I, I'm sorry. I'm really curious to read them. So we never got to the actual contents of these Gladware. Okay. They're- so I have um, Ramdenus as our guide for this game. And I figured that um, you guys go through a lot of your own predicaments because you are in a relationship and you probably have gone through a lot of trials and tribulations. But uh, I figured that you could take on different personas uh-huh. and go through some other problems that most people go through if they're in a relationship. But you can go through those problems uh-huh. in these different personas. Okay. So I have personas for Shia as well as Claire. Uh-huh. And you can just pick one and then I will give you a scenario and then you can act out this scenario in those characters. Okay. I have my eyes closed and I picked one. All right. Now, I can also play a child in this if it also uh, lends, if uh, I, I need to get the ball rolling. Okay. <laughs> but uh, what, what is your first uh, character? Uh, super Machismo Latin. <laughs> super Machismo Latin. So Okay. So we got a Latin Machismo guy. I'm going to kind of, go ahead. <laughs> I'm not going to give myself notes before it starts. And then no. we have Claire being... I'm a Long Island native. Okay, so Long Island native and a super machismo guy have gotten together. I hope everybody's offended by my act. <laughs> and we're dealing with now the scenario of the rent's due tomorrow and we're $200 short. What are these two individuals going to do now? What are they, mujer? <laughs> Necesitamos discutir algo. Listen, listen, listen. Here's what I'm going to do, all right? I'm going to take the food no. cut. I'm going to take the food cut out to Central Park, all right? I'm going to up the prices. No me digas ese. You need to speak English, okay? I told you you want... Listen, we deal with Ita- <laughs> Italians well, here. We don't try. do... <laughs> 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 Fuck me. I'm going to take the fruit stand. I'm going to go to Central Park, right? I'm going to go where all the fucking tourists are and I'm going to up the prices and I'm just going to sell all the mangoes, you know? It is not just that. It is not just that all of the De Niro has gone. <laughs> where do you think all the De Niro has gone? Well, listen, this is what this is about. You talking to me? <laughs> there is no fruit stand. What do, you, what do you mean there's no fruit stand? I had to pawn it. <laughs> <laughs> I, had to, I had to support my habit. Your habit of what? Do I know your habit? Don't you, know don't, your habit? You know, don't you know? <laughs> Haven't you seen how I've been suffering all these weeks? Am I, what am I becoming? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I know the habit. You see, I, I am madly in love with you. <laughs> no, listen, listen, listen. That's sweet and all, but we all know that your real problem is that you're, you're compulsively buying lizards. And listen... <laughs> Our apartment is too small for all these lizards. But I'm buying like, them I for get you. That it's hot. I get that it's hot in the summertime, darling. It's humid and I get it. But in the, in the wintertime, it's, we're going to have to like pay extra for the heating bill just to keep all these heat rocks on for these lizards. God damn it. And I'm just thinking. <laughs> Impro- improv so is really cute? hard. Improv I know because you really think about hard. their weird little feet and how they like stick to walls. I buy these adorable lizards because I know they bring you happiness, my love. Yeah, but like we can always <laughs> just go to the zoo and see big lizards. You know, you don't need to keep bringing lizards to the house. I was putting in so many hours at the food cart anyway. So like I'm not even going to have time for these lizards. Well, I must, I must reveal another thing. Jesus Christ. These lizards. My brother owns a lizard farm. I'm, I'm <laughs> renting out our apartment as an Airbnb for reptile zoos. You are just like your mother. 
<laughs> and scene. Wow, okay. I don't know what was happening there. I almost tried to get out halfway through. <laughs> Five podcasts between, or maybe even more between the two of you, right? Um, Are there any podcasts you don't do with Claire, or that you, you do without depends Claire? Depends what you mean by the word "do." Giggity, giggity. <laughs> um, so we have five podcasts that we should update way more often. Four are Claire's, and one. Well, one. I think I have two, six. Two of mine. Two. Two are you and me. Then you've got four of your own. Yeah, but you don't have any of your own. I really would like to, but nobody I want to record with has an open schedule. <laughs> yeah, and. I remember doing this podcast in its infancy by myself, mm-hmm. and I learned quickly that nobody wants to listen to a certain, like a single person. It yeah. has to be duos. Like, asked, like as soon as I got guests, it jumped up leaps and bounds. Yeah, I bet. I know it's it's hard. My it's original hard like uh, premise was like I would record my obvi- well, I record all my sets, mm-hmm. so I would like replay the game tape and go over like oh this worked this what didn't work blah 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 interesting that's like a sports metaphor right and then like got it i quickly also like ran out of material like from week to week yeah yeah, like i didn't want to keep like running over the same set here's how i did the same set but you know i said this word instead of this word Mm -hmm. and you can tell that my inflection was here yeah and these people laughed actually so i'm cool it was like more confident like you can hear it in my voice when it's shaking as much and then I tried to get into like guests, and then I would like go, oh, let's play the guests inner, you know, first sets yeah. and whatnot. But then a lot of guests, not you guys, because you're cool, <laughs> but a lot of guests were like, yeah, I'm not fucking do that. Yeah, I don't want to play, play my first sets. <laughs> I'll play mine. I'll tell you word for word. I think mine opens up to because I started at a comedy club, so it was like a real venue, which in Wisconsin. Yep. Yeah, we have a comedy club in Madison. It's actually pretty popular. Um, but then it ruined, like, my perspective of what an open mic was going to be like. Yes. Um, yes. Because you, you have... mean it's not a crowd of totally have, supportive friends? And, I did like, the same drunk thing. strangers. So I oh, think, it's definitely drunk strangers. But at Sorry, an open mic, no, there's never a, a fucking audience. It's just other comics. Right, not paying attention to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but at this open mic, it was, like, a full room of people who paid $2 to see it. And they were all pre-drinking because I think there's a two-drink minimum. But I think I went on stage and I like was like, hey, what's up? And then I was like, you guys hear the Backstreet Boys? It's, uh, no, I was like, it's a good thing that these lights are so bright that I can't see you because I'm fucking terrified right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, one of my first bits was actually like addressing that fact of like, you know, being nervous on stage mm-hmm. and how people always say like the best advice is to picture everybody in the audience naked. No, fuck that. Have you been to Wisconsin? <laughs> Just kidding. All bodies are beautiful. It's not great advice, but it is yeah, a great Yeah, they eat a lot a of bit. cheese. Hey, man, don't knock cheese or cheese bodies. <laughs> I'm actually not even a real person. I'm I want to say that. I want to start telling women I got a cheese body. <laughs> I mean, like, the only reason I am as soft as I am is because of a cheese and beer lifestyle. Right, I think it's actually like the hormones in the cheese that sort of like. Mm. Yeah, mm. they d- they're just like, girl, you're gonna be a mama soon. You need to be soft, and I'm like, no, cheese, mind your own business. <laughs> but also, nom nom. You're not my dad, mom. <laughs> yeah, my first open mic was here in Long Beach at the library. What? Yeah, I go there quite a bit. 
I went there once and I didn't want to wait around to get called up, so then I left. <laughs> it does take a little bit of a, you know, finagling, but I noticed like with most mics, the more you go there, the more you can get in good with the host, the more you get in at a sweet spot. I know. Blah, blah, blah. I'm just tired all the time. <laughs> I quit my job yesterday, though, so I don't have to wake up at four anymore. Sweet. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't the best career move, but I was tired. Did you do it like Jerry Maguire style? And like, who's coming with me? If anybody else wants to come with me, this moment will be the moment of something real and fun and inspiring in this God forsaken business and we will do it together who's coming with me who's coming with me who's coming with me (coughs) who's coming with me besides flipper here no i emailed them Oh, that's not as cool. Like 15 minutes before my shift. <laughs> she did email, who's coming with me? Yeah. <laughs> it was who's the whole coming list. with me? Nobody? Okay. You had me at a low. It had American flag <laughs> gifs on it. Okay, no. Uh, okay. What was your day job? Until yesterday? Yeah. Uh, I was a deli cook at a fucking grocery store in the Arts District of Los Angeles. Wow. Yeah, which is what is working on gentrifying Skid Row right now. It's where Patty's it's a Pub was filmed, nightmare. I think. nightmare. It's yeah. where, like, the Patty's Pub... Like, I'm... The place was, like, four or five blocks away from where the exterior of Patty's Pub was filmed, and it's always sunny. But inside, it's literally nothing. Hmm. So it's, like... People are like, yeah, cool! But then, you like, you drive by, and you're like, ah, it's a brick building with green doors. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I walked all the way out there to see it. I ain't got no shame. But... <laughs> Yeah, and it was a nightmare, and being a woman in a kitchen fucking sucks because no matter how much better than everybody you are, they treat you like you don't know anything. Did it breed a lot of good material, or...? I have a joke about being a cook, but... And has this been your day job, like, for a while? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I've been a cook for about six years. And it's, like, all just short order stuff? No, um... I started in a pizzeria. I actually learned how to cook because I was the lead server, and they were like, we need a manager right now, and you're going to learn how to cook, and then you're going to run the kitchen, like, Sweet. next week. So I did that, and it was okay, and then I, like, managed catering department, too, which was kind of fun, and then I got tired of it, and I went on to be a server again, which is bullshit. Don't ever be a server. Like, all the servers out there, girl and guy and (laughs) neither you deserve more than 20% because people are bullshit but anyway I then went to 20% is that that normal to you I just I just don't want to know if I was the only guy who thought he thought that 15% is acceptable I thought yeah 15 was cool right no no I'm not getting into this right now like it's why are we even still serving people? That's such a disgusting fucking Yeah, and why aren't the do? restaurants paying them instead? Because Elon Musk is too regulated. Um, we, need to, we need to get rid of the government. But then I decided then... to be a cook more, and I worked at a brunch spot for a while, and then I moved out here. But I'm, like, badass, and I learn everything very fast, and I memorize every recipe very fast. So you're, like, work... eating, like, a king every day, I assume, then? No. I don't like the last at thing. Home. So I mean, of they course say, not. They say that the uh, <laughs> I don't like to bring my work home with me. Like the 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 cobbler wears no shoes. Yep, that's a really succinct way. I was going to say the contractor has the shittiest house on the block. Yeah, 
Yeah, you get home and like the last thing you want to do is just your job. Also, right. well, home. and it's not even like I enjoy like prepping food. I enjoy cooking food, but I'm like, now nah, I gotta fucking Food's wash delicious. the kitchen. I've already washed the fucking kitchen today. I don't want. I thought deal that with was his shit. job. If you're gonna be cooking, well, you wouldn't think so. Oh, uh, we don't I'm have rolls though. Yeah, there's no. I'm just kidding. We all want. Oh, is it? I don't want to like tell you how to live your lives, guys. Yeah. Maybe my place isn't in the fucking kitchen, all right? <laughs> Maybe I'm a fucking but feminist you and can I want to scratch be barefoot, my butthole though. in front of the television sometimes. Do you guys fart in front of each other? Oh, I fart on you straight up. Awesome. <laughs> this it, took a it, turn. When I sleep, all I do is fart on you. My, I mean, sleep is like, that's no man's land. You can't regulate. I mean, there's no way. Who you farts not harder? Fart like, who's like the bigger farter? Well, we have different characters, I think. <laughs> <laughs> like aromas and bouquets and... yeah. I think it's funny to push them out so that they're louder, and it real really bothers you. So it's always a little bit. <laughs> so it's just a little, always little forced. Like it's just like, <laughs> and you're just like, Claire, you don't have to push it out like that. I'm like, <laughs> like a hot day. <laughs> yeah, I got they don't big just like butt fall cheeks, out okay? of you. I got big sweaty butt cheeks, and sometimes <laughs> it makes a sound. I'm sorry. And then what are yours more like? Um, like the resonating of a of a beautiful muscular buttocks. <laughs> it's like when a Just dove buttocks. <laughs> a dove flaps its wings Just. at dawn. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Well, tell me what they sound like. I didn't come onto this podcast to describe what your fucking farts sound like. (laughs) But that was my first question. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, I was with my ex for five years. Mm -hmm. And... Yeah, so farts. You guys are probably she just farting on your face. No, fart what? At all in front of me. I don't trust a woman the whole time. I don't trust because I feel like dudes don't do this so much, and like I'm talking about like cis het dudes, so I could be wrong. But I don't trust a girl who doesn't fart. Like, come on, boo boo, fart. We all fart. We all shit. It's not like I was like had this fart fetish. No, you're just like. But it was like, dude, like, if you listen, didn't- Cynthia. Right. We got a fucking fart in each other's mouths. Even just five like a years. like a silent but deadly where I was just like, oh, Those are my favorite in so the car. You, you just wouldn't see each other after dinner. Like you'd, you'd have to spend the rest of the I night think, apart. No, she would just, yeah, go into the bathroom or do, you know, leave or just use some advanced fart suppression. Technology. Yeah. Wait for me to like leave the room or something and just rip ass like, like oh, God. Yeah. I thought he would never get out Jesus of here. Fucking Christ. But it is funny when you see people walking into like a common space where they're like not worried about just really letting one go. Oh, I love uh, letting uh, it go in a common space. I, uh, like that one scene in I Love You, Man. I see that. Oh, man, <laughs> You're wasting your time with that couple. Just FYI. Why do you say that? I saw the guy pull in. He's driving a Saab 9.3, which I'm not a snob. It's a great car, but it costs $30,000. This house... Must be, what, four? $4.2 million? It doesn't quite compute, right? Well, I hope that's not the case. He told me he was going to make an offer. I think he's trying to impress that girl he hasn't slept with yet. How do you know that? Well, it's body language, you know? Like, that guy needs to fart. It's pretty clear, but he doesn't know her well enough to do it in front of her, so I assume they haven't slept together. He does seem to be clenching. Yeah, he doesn't want to fart. Watch, when he gets enough space, he's going to let one rip, I guarantee you. Oh, that's a good move. Hey, go check out the kitchen, honey. I'll meet you in there. Okay. Yeah. Now watch. 
Making his move slowly. Slowly but surely. Watch the leg. Wait for it. Wait for it. Fart. Boom. That's a fart, motherfucker. Oh my god. That's a fucking fart. Oh my god. Look at him. Crop dusting across your open house. It's a disgrace. He farted in my open house. He sure did. You know what, guy? I like it, but I'm thinking it might be a little bit small. Totally, and it smells like fart. I'd want a nitpick. <laughs> um, I uh, <laughs> farted on my first date with my ex. Oh, good. And uh, blamed it on the cat. Sometimes you just know that she's the one. On this man. cat? You know? Yeah. And since Girl, she wasn't... Are you tootin'? Are you stinky? Honestly, smell is way more shameful than yeah. the noise, right? We can agree on this. Yeah, hell yeah, but it's also a lot funnier. <laughs> it is. And it was... It was one of those things, that's the thing, where, like, it, it turned into, like, my little pet thing, where, like, I turned that into, like, oh, I'll just always blame it on the cat. And then, like, it quickly, like, a month in was, like, okay, stop blaming it on the cat and stop farting. Right. <laughs> and I'm, like, I can't. Like, it's just, if you're going to be living with me, especially when we were living together, yeah, I can understand if, like, while we were dating and we were just, you know, hanging out, I can suppress it. But if we're living together, then it's, like... I'm going to fart in this apartment at some point and you're going to be here at apartment. some point. Like, like what, yeah. What else is home? Apartment. What else is home for? Really? Yeah. It's the place where you can, you know, and to say like, you can't do it or please like, you know, get a hundred yards distance away from me before that's like, okay, that's just unrealistic. I once had OCD so bad. I wouldn't let myself sneeze because I thought it, each sneeze would like change my personality. What? Somehow. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's, that's what I'm medicated for. It's How, wow. Like, you would suddenly just turn I'd into a different person sneeze. after a sneeze. It was a dumb theory. No, I, I, I like it, though. <laughs> like, I was, yeah, I was a sinus-based superhero, or just, like, Guy Ritchie. Were you, Ritchie. like, 11? Who was, who or... was the guy in Memento, Guy Ritchie? Yes. Oh, God, who cares? <laughs> I hate that fucking movie. <laughs> oh, it's... wow, you hate a lot of good movies. I hate a lot. I hate a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. You're a hater. Well, because I feel like mediocre white dudes have ruined a lot of good movies there is no racial bigotry here you just hate white guys i do hate white guys i'm surprised you're even on my podcast i gotta do what i gotta do to get known (laughs) you know it's all about the benjamins right right i'm gonna make a lot of money from being on this podcast oh i I would assume so yeah it's all about the brenthmers uh, you guys can thank me later when you get the This Comics Life bump. Right? <laughs> Looking forward People to it. People are like, oh man, I can't wait to listen to Real Eyes, Real Eyes, Real Eyes now about conspiracy theories. I do like that podcast. It is fun. It's a good one. It's a good one. We're talking about prints and chemtrails. Yeah, but I don't, I'm not interested enough in my friends right now to <laughs> interview somebody. Right, right. I'm like, I'm going to do this every two weeks, and I just haven't for like a month because there's nobody. I mean, we can talk. Thanks. I just fucking met you. Otherwise, I have people who are like, let me be on your show. And I'm like, what are we going to even... Do I have to talk about comedy and podcasting again on my show? We just improved on the radio, though. Fucking, yeah. We should be fearless by now. Mm-hmm. That's horrifying. I'm improv fucking on the radio. fearless. Yeah. <laughs> That's just my valley girl. Oh, my God, you guys. I kind of, when I went back home for my birthday, I wanted to go back and be like, oh, my God, you guys. I haven't even changed. I'm like the same person. Oh, it's the vocal fry. Yeah. Yeah. And the same person. It's a little like, bit like Alan Rickman, except you're vocal frying it in the Mr. throat Potter. instead of the nose. <laughs> I'm like the same, Mr. Mr. Potter. Potter. 
I, I wish I could do more impressions. I the one impression that I do really well is uh, Marvin the Martian. Oh, and Kermit the Frog, but they're kind Kermit of Kermit the Frog here. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of a hair off one another uh, though. Yeah, it's it's like I don't uh, know Marvin the, the Martian. Marvin the Martian oh, sounds yeah. like there it this. Is. Perfect. <laughs> you are dude. You are making me very angry. You are making me very. You're making me very most upsetting because he's martian which is why he's dressed like a spartan and he always yeah. likes to go to war all the time is that far out or what dude? What the fuck? I, it's, it's so crazy though because i first started doing the impression where i would just say like this is marvin the martian getting denied from a bank loan and then i'd go into it like mm-hmm. you know why didn't you take my dilutium face modulator as the down payment mm-hmm. wow flawlessly rehearsed <laughs> <laughs> But nobody would laugh. Everybody was like, yes, yeah, so, so what? Who the hell is Marvin the Martian? I'm a millennial. And But then when I started Man, going... In, I'm a millennial. And I'm yeah. But did you know? Yes. Okay, so you're cool. I mean, I haven't heard... I haven't watched a cartoon in a while because I'm a fucking adult. Right. But, I, yeah, I grew up Marvin the Martian. I grew up in the days where everybody's drawing Marvin the Martian on their notebook. Everybody. So what's haven't up Haven't you with- even seen Clueless? That's a nice representation there. Thanks. Those are really nice stickers. Oh, you like them? See, I was thinking it was too cluttered. You know, I want to wipe all this out and just concentrate on one main decorative statement, like uh, Marvin the Martian right there. Get out of town. I could do Marvin the Martian. Really? Well, I mean, there's not really a lot to him, but you want to see? Yeah. Here. Wow. That's really cool. Thanks. You drew that? Uh, yeah. So Looney Tunes are like, they occupy this weird cultural space where they were sort of like pre-meme memes or something. Like oh, everyone would get Tweety God. Bird or Taz tattoos. Not mm. everybody. Taz tattoos. Oh, that's right. And remember when they were like gangsters for a while? Yeah. And they were on shirts? Yeah, with baggy pants. Airbrushed and shirts. They yeah. all looked like crisscross. It was like yeah. fan art before fan art, you know? Mm-hmm. It was the pre-internet. Oh, my God. It's not and on anything the, on the front, anything. It was the front, art. and on the back, it was the back. I Dude. do remember this at the mall. <laughs> Far fucking out. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, so I would go into that Marvin the Martian bit, and then I would. I later found out that I turned it into a dirty talk bit. Oh, no. Okay. And then it suddenly started working. <laughs> oh, no. Where, like, my girlfriend was like, hey, you should get into a character. And I'm like, I only do one character. <laughs> talk dirty to and me she, in a voice, honey. Yeah, well, and I was I'm like... like Look, if this is... Claire has me fuck her as Tom Waits all the time. <laughs> it's my favorite. I'm gonna... Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I don't want this to be on the record. This is not canon. This is not canon. This is not canon. <laughs> Tom Waits, Obviously, though. it's Leonard Cohen. It's... I wanted to throw it back to your, your Martian dirty talk, please. Okay, so, like, yeah, like, the, the climax is basically, like... <laughs> You know, like, I'm going to come. And uh, I don't want to toot my own horn, but uh, it works. <laughs> Sounds like you wouldn't mind a little, all right, a little horn, a little tooting, a little tooting of the horn. You know what I'm saying? What? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. A little tooting. Is there a, a, tootin the horn, a, is there a bit that you guys, uh, you know, is pretty solid, pretty foolproof? Uh, there is no foolproof bit. <laughs> well, I would say works more than doesn't. Yeah. Like a solid weapon. Mm-hmm. I mean, one I go to all the like, time. Like, if it's going bad, I'll whip this out. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> Sometimes I still do my first joke. It's funny because it's like, it's still somewhat relevant because people still know who Skrillex is. What's Skrillex? Well, I don't remember that joke. Goddamn. Oh, wait. That, I think I sent you a, it wasn't my first first set. But yeah, Skrillex had just released a song. 
with I, Diplo. Nice. And two chains. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it was called Febreze. <laughs> <laughs> And in the chorus, Sea Chains would yell, Yeah, I'm the shit. I should have the breeze on me. Which is a terrific line. <laughs> but when you think about it, it makes you question whether Mr. Chains has some serious misconceptions about shit. <laughs> I, like, did he not ever get potty trained? Is he just so fuck you rich that he's never had, no one has ever questioned him about this? Sorry, that got off track. <laughs> fuck. No, gonna, fuck. Like, no, 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 no. I like the fuck you rich part. <laughs> like, you don't just take a shit and then turn around and spray Febreze on it. There's a step in the middle. <laughs> but is he just so fuck you rich that no one has ever corrected him on it? Like, he's at his, he's at his, um, his rap mansion and his butler comes in and he tells him, yeah, I took a shit. Then I sprayed Febreze on it. Uh, very good, Mr. Chains. You're a big boy. Um, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. What? Maybe it doesn't make as good of a song as he said, like, you know, I took a shit. Then I wiped. Then I looked at it. Then I took Febreze on it. Then I checked it out it. to make sure that it's not floating because that could be a health situation. I examine it for signs of illness. Especially if it isn't super solid, but like not too dry. That's also really bad and you need yeah, to drink some water. three times before you check it. And then First I told my boy, take it. it. Take a photo. There was Take some blood, photo. but it was red, which meant not eternal bleeding. <laughs> I like that rhyme better. Yeah. Yeah, we should, good. Rhyme, we should good. send that into two chains. Wasn't so when were his, his three biggest movies? I think were Captain. Why are we doing this? We, no, so, okay, let's go. No. We get sidetracked on no, pop culture stuff. We love let's do this many times. This thing. Let's <laughs> oh, okay, this we're thing. going back to the uh, improv game. It's uh, sweeping the nation. It's going to be our, our next big hit in the mm-hmm. next months, years. There, yeah, the comedy world is about to discover improv. Right. Discover <laughs> improv thanks to this. So we're going through another uh, marital uh, or. Just a, a relationship quarrel with two new characters, and these characters are... Uh, I'm going to be portraying brand new original character, Dude Bro Dude. Cut my life into pieces, this is my last resort. Suffocation, no breathing, don't give a fuck if I cut my arm. This is my last resort. Dude Bro Dude, okay. Dude Bro Dude. I, I feel like you can handle this. And, and Claire? I am the goth princess. I wish I was special. You're so fucking special. But I'm a creep. Goth princess. Okay, so we don't know, uh, but maybe we'll find out what the backstory is on how these people got together. There's no backstory. How does the goth princess and the dude bro get into uh, this trouble, which is Claire just found out she's pregnant. 
So, okay, in this case, I'm interpreting it as dude bro dude is actually my name. <laughs> but I, pl- I have a very respectable job, uh-huh. so I just go by dude be dude. <laughs> Do be dude. Do be dude. <laughs> okay, so Claire, goth princess. Yeah. Who might not be called Claire. <laughs> maybe like. There can be a princess named Claire. But a goth princess? That's it. You're, okay. doing the, you're already doing the character. I'm Chrysanthemum. Chrysanthemum. Right? Are you fucking yeah, happy? I like that. I like that. Okay, so Chrysanthemum just found out she was pregnant. Sandra! <laughs> Chrysandra Mum, how you doing, girl? <laughs> doing anything tonight? <laughs> uh, dude. That's my name. Uh, Twice, dude, bruh, dude. Look, uh, I just got some really bad news, and I'm going to need oh, to borrow no, like bruh. $600. That's it? Yeah, I just need to go to the clinic and get something taken care of. I'll just tell my dad that I broke another skateboard. He'll he'll be good for it. Oh, yeah, I forget that you ride those $600 skateboards. (laughs) Yeah, my lifestyle sort of puts a veil over the fact that I'm actually a child of privilege. Immense privilege. (laughs) You couldn't even tell it all by your voice. So, um, do you got that money? Also, have you seen my black lace parasol? It's pretty, like, sunny today. I have something I need to tell you, though. Oh, God, what is it? I'm ready to be a father. <laughs> I want to be the bro to his dude. Look, and that's that's um, that's great and all, but, like... It's difficult for me to portray emotion this way. I need to follow the cure on their tour right now, so like I don't really have time for that. Look, you don't need to use excuses. I know our families have been at war for generations. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Look, so I know that you're like getting thrown out of Verona, but I got this plan, okay? Um, I'm going to need you to meet me at the cemetery. Dude, bro, dude is afraid of... <laughs> No cemetery. Look, I'm going to do a whole, like, ri- like I'm going to do a ritual. There's going to be, like, a salt circle. You're going to be super safe. Wait, are your parents Illuminati, too? <laughs> no, I'm Wiccan. You know this about me. But it sounds like you're trying to summon the moon child, bruh. <sighs> Look, I don't know what your obsession is with kids right now. Do you have $600, though? Like, seriously. Let's hit a chase ATM. <laughs> I need some more wax for my boards, bruh. What was that voice? Did you just turn into David Bowie? <laughs> it's a hard voice to sustain. I need some wax for my bones. It's a hard voice to sustain. But my Because it's like wait, if you ever you, wanted wait, to say anything. Are you, waxing, are you waxing skateboards? Have we transitioned into the I think you actually use wax for skateboards, too. Yeah. You, you put it on like a, a grinding rail. Yeah, you do. What the fuck? Oh, well, anyway. <laughs> okay, um, and scene. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> like, I don't just give me money. I love it. I love it. Improv is hard. <laughs> I know. You ever thought about doing improv before yeah, this? <laughs> yeah. I, when I first moved here, I thought I was going to do improv. Yeah, I mean. I might still do it. I I've feel like it is. Broke. I did it a, f- a few times for sure. 
that um, could be really helpful because like I overthink everything before I take the next step. Like mm. everything, everything I was doing in there was like, let's add another complicated thing. And I don't know. So complicated. Why yeah. you always got to make things so complicated? Well, I've noticed also too, like impression number four. That's not an impression. <laughs> What's the difference between karaoke and an impression? Oh, do you rock karaoke? I karaoke the fuck out of it. What's your go-to? No, everybody asks me this. Look, I have a lot of go-tos. Oh, okay. It just depends. I've never in my life Celine Dion. I do Lady Gaga Bad Romance. I do Billy Idol Rebel Yell. I do Total Eclipse of the Heart. I do No Doubt Sunday Morning. Right. Do you uh, sing as Gwen? Yeah, a little bit. I do her falsetto. That's tight. Mm-hmm. I think my uh, go-to is a is a probably a, a pretty big standard, and it's just Careless Whisper. Yeah, that's a good one. I've done it. Uh, I can rock it out pretty well. I know the sax, but not the words. Yeah. Guilty feeling, got no rhythm. Yep. Yep. You are just gonna steal my girl in front of me. <laughs> Go ahead. But Go ahead. You deal with this. Pretend. No, clearly, if I like George Michael, um, I'm not really gonna steal girls. Right. <laughs> He's gonna steal you. This apartment apartment is the pad, though. Like, right? Oh, shut up! You mean you got that tiger painting? You have a highly powerful (laughs) erotic (laughs) tiger painting. I was gonna say, and this is not my only bedspread. I have a tiger bedspread too. What the fuck? Um, This purple floral number isn't your own. It's my ex's for sure. Mm. Uh, I got the bed, and she got the TV. That was the the Tough split. Break, break. Yeah, I would take a bed in a second. Well, I mean, well, if there's only was, one bed, yeah. And it's like, do I want to sleep on the floor and watch TV or do <laughs> <laughs> right? You have I a laptop. The guy she was leaving you with already had a bed. Right, she did have a bed actually. So this was our guest bed. Ah. Uh, but going back to the painting uh, that my grandfather painted that. Oh shit! That's why uh, oh, wow. it's hanging. Huh. It's very uh, cool. Got a little significance. It's in a place of nice. honor above the gravity bong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very prestigious. <laughs> good uh, good reflection. Yeah, my uh, grandfather and uncle are both artists. Nice. My uncle uh, did my logo uh, oh, for yeah. the podcast. Oh. Yeah, oh. I want, you do have a very good looking logo. Like yeah. Someone really took the time to paint that <laughs> digital. I don't remember what it is. It was my uncle. Uh, you can look it up later. I'll or whenever. <laughs> but yeah, I, I did not catch the uh, artist bug. I wish I did. I guess I got an artist bug in I the mean, sense of I can tell a this. joke. Podcast, is that art? It can be. I it mean, depends it on the intent, honestly. Oh yeah, I know this logo. That's mm-hmm, a good one. Mm-hmm. The methodology between the arts and the sciences, when you get down to it, isn't fundamentally different. It's only the intent. <sighs> Sorry, I yawned. communicate something or are you trying <laughs> to answer a question? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, um, I think we might be done. Are we done? You we guys can have done. anything else that you want to talk about? Yeah, I want to talk about my podcast. All right. <laughs> yeah, do some plugs. Hit it up. Where can we find you guys? You can find me on Twitter, at Claire Wolf, and that's C-L-A-R-E-E-E-W-O-L-F. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter, at at Perry, just like you can find me on Twitter. Why do you the at at? Why do you say at at? Do I say at Twitter? Yeah, you're like, at at Perry. This is why I'm blowing up, is because I've mastered the self-promotion game. At at. Yeah, we got it. Um, do you guys brand yourself? Is it like every social media platform is the same name? Hey. 
some places I'm Clairol of some places I'm Clarosaurus Rex. Right. I like it. Yeah. I like them both. It's, it's old. Clairwolf is funny because it rhymes with werewolf, but literally nobody figures that out, so it's whatever. Um, we also host a podcast together called Trent Talk, which is your Halo by Halo guide to America's greatest treasure, Trent Reznor. And you can find us on social media at Trent Talk Pod. We're also sort of doing a show called High Crimes. It's like drunk history, but we get like high and talk one. about crime. Did you hear both episodes? Yeah, yeah definitely. And it's it's we're just figuring out a groove. It's gonna take a sec. But the um, guillotine, yeah, that shit was cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot that one was out. So yep. Yep. I had a lot of fun researching it. Um, and then I do a show that you sometimes will co-host, and it's called I Don't Even Know, and it's at IDEK Pod. Shit like this show, the show where we interview interesting people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I have a show with my best friend called Besties, where we just talk about our life and dicks. We talk about, about dicks. Relationships. Yeah, we just gossip. We've been friends for twenty three years. So I should probably about. listen to that. Yeah, story, don't what listen you're about no. my dick. I don't talk about your dick. Um. <laughs> wow, why wouldn't you? I'm a little hurt by that? I don't know. It's just so big. Oh There's my god! One significant dick in your life would kill you just to acknowledge. Chai is it. such a big dick. But what about his dick? No, that's not what I mean. I just want people to know you're happy. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, guys, but definitely follow me also at This Comics Life, or you can go to Twitter and follow me at The D Stories, or just write me on the archaic email, ask your grandparents what email is, and then say, oh, that's right, I got it. (laughs) And it's at thiscomicslifepod at gmail.com. And yeah, just follow uh, every show that you've heard so far yeah i hope you're taking those just yeah just look up these two guys and just follow everything they do right all right guys until next week this has been 